most of the time when I need wisdom, God will bring me that wisdom by the Holy Spirit, simply opening my eyes to see and bringing to my mind a thought, a scripture, some kind of concept. But once in a while, there will be wisdom come from us without. It could be by route of another church member, or it could be by even an unbeliever. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, start at verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And all were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And did all eat the same spiritual meat. And did all drink from the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them God was not well pleased. For they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed, and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Twenty-three thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted, and were destroyed of serpents. Tempting Christ is sort of a boasting. God would never let this happen to me. I saw some church groups boasting during the COVID situation. Oh, that would never affect us. We will go on and have our meeting. And hundreds of them got COVID. Lack of faith? No, they were wrong spirit. It's a wrong attitude. Verse 10, neither murmur, complain. As some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. Verse 11. Now all these things happened to them in the Old Testament. For example, so we read the Old Testament and learn by it. And they are also written for our admonition to warn us upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth Take heed lest he fall. Verse 13. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. I have a young friend who died, but he had ALS. And often we look at a person like that who became totally paralyzed and think, 
I don't think I could stand that. Well, you don't have to. But what you do have come upon you, you can stand because God has made you well able to endure it. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Exodus 18. We have in this an example of Moses' father-in-law coming to visit Moses and seeing a problem and telling Moses what to do about the problem and the whole counsel is of God. Don't be puffed up and think, if God doesn't tell me, I won't do something. Don't be puffed up. If it's wisdom from God, you should be able to recognize this is wisdom from God. And he did. But it's a warning to us not to be puffed up. Now, Moses wasn't puffed up. But it's a warning, don't be. Exodus 18, verse 1. When Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt. Then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Zipporah, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back, and her two sons, of which the name of one of the sons was Gershom. For he said, I have been an alien in a strange land. And the name of the other son was Eleazar, for the Lord God of my fathers said he was mine help and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and with his wife unto Moses into the wilderness where he encamped at the Mount of God. And he said unto Moses, I thy father-in-law Jethro and come unto thee and thy wife and her two sons with her. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law and did obeisance. That usually means fall to the ground, put your head down on the ground in front of the other person. And kissed him, and they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake. And all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how the Lord delivered them. And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hands of the Egyptians. Notice it's Jethro, the 
rejoiced when Moses told him of these things. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord, who hath delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who hath delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods, for in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God, and Aaron came and all the elders of Israel to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. Moses' father-in-law, Jethro, was a priest of Midian. Verse 13, And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening to get judgment. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, What is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone, and all the people stand by thee from morning unto evening? And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. Moses had the Holy Spirit. They did not in the Old Testament. Today, you have the Holy Spirit as well as I have the Holy Spirit, so you connect directly to God. To me, it is absolute foolishness for churches to say, send me your prayer request. You're supposed to go directly to God through Jesus Christ, not through another person. I don't have more power than you, though I have two offices from God. And how many people does it take to get a prayer answered? Can it just be your prayer and be answered? Or do you have to have a thousand? Where's your faith? Moses said to his father-in-law, verse 16, When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Now here's where Moses could have been really puffed up. This guy isn't even of the tribe of Israel. And he's saying to Moses, The thing thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice. I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. He didn't leave God out. Be thou for the people to Godward, that thou mayest bring the cause unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws, 
he is saying, gather together heads of the people, men that acted wisely, and let them help you judge. They will judge the small matters, and if anything's too large for them, they'll bring it to you. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, men such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. There were 600,000 men in the group of the children of Israel in the wilderness. You can imagine how many problems arose. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou shalt do this thing, and God command thee so, then thou shalt be able to endure. And all this people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened to the voice of his father-in-law, and did all that he had said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons. The hard causes they brought unto Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law depart, and he went into his own land. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. We are going to play for you today Johann Sebastian Bach, Brandenburg Concerto, number one. Movements 1, 2, 3, and 4. This is by a wonderful chamber orchestra. Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. Neville Mariner is the conductor. It was performed in London in 1971. Thank you. 